Yeah, I mean, you've got a lot more sort of like polished intros and stuff like that than we've got. We haven't tried to do any of that stuff of like actual production value. <laughs> I just kind of stick a song at the start and end of it and go. Howdy, it's Monday, December 18th, 2017, and this is episode 62 of Do For A Win, the Atlantic City and Casino Biz podcast. My name is Craig Stone, and I am not joined by Kyle Askin for today's episode, but I will have a very special guest on to discuss Zorkfest later. First things first, I loved the entire Zorkfest weekend, and I really enjoyed reliving it through listening to the recaps on both Cousin Vito's Casino and the Vegas Confessions podcast. If you haven't listened to them, go search for their shows on whatever podcast service you use or go to CousinVitosCasino.com and VegasConfessionsPod.Podbean.com. I had a smile on my face the entire time I listened to both those episodes. Just reliving the weekend was awesome because it was such a fun time. Uh, Getting into that, a super fast gambling report. One thing to mention is that the Football Kings game that we talked about a couple episodes ago is gone already from the Wild Wild West. Kind of surprising. I think it only lasted a month or so, but our friend on Twitter, ChaunceyB3WOV, said that I guess they needed some sort of accounting calculators out to, I don't know, add up the value of four cards that are using blackjack values. You wouldn't think that would be so complex, but I guess they didn't want to mess it up. And, uh, I would assume that that slowed down the game significantly and they decided it wasn't worth it. But uh, Or there was just no interest, who knows. But I'm a little sad that it's gone, uh, so we didn't get to play that. One thing I did play was $1 video poker, uh, jacks are better, because I wanted that $20 per tier credit instead of $50 per tier credit. I started out playing quarter to full pay jacks are better and 50 bucks a tier credit was just too slow and I got frustrated with it and so I moved over to the dollar uh, dollars denomination machines at Bally's. And when you go up to five bucks a spin, it, it'll hit you pretty hard if you have a bad run. So that hurts. <laughs> and uh, so the last episode when I said I already needed some time away from, from the casino and from the tables when we recorded, that's what I was talking about. It just it hit me a little hard, so I was down really quick. Uh, later on, played some craps at Bally's. Uh, I think I got in three sessions at Bally's, all of them minus 50 bucks, which is weirdly consistent. Uh, so it didn't go horribly, but also not particularly well. I played some $20 hand blackjack at Bally's. Almost all my gambling was at Bally's. I played some $20 hand blackjack, um, at a $15 table. Cause you know, you got to play a little bit above the minimum to make sure they know that you're there in a high roller. Uh, but I don't know why I went up to 20 bucks. I guess just the even numbers on the, on the blackjack and everything instead of playing 15, but you know, I'm a high roller now, $20 a hand. It's just, it's nothing to me. Uh, and I think I ended up winning 50 or 75 bucks at that table. So it was a good, quick, quick win. Um, good time, very fast dealer, but, uh, food, we did go to Piccadilly. If you listened to us on the last podcast, we said we were going to finish up. Go to Piccadilly, get some wings. I would say they were good. Uh, I don't know that they were legendary as advertised. I, I kind of like my wings to have some crisp to them, and they they didn't really have that. The flavor was very, very good, but it was kind of just like sauce on on wings without that crispiness that I like to them. I don't know if that makes sense, but I personally like my wings to be a little crispier than that. Um, they were They were good, but I don't know that I'd go out of my way for them. 
uh, we I tried to go to Guy's Barbecue Joint uh, in Wild Wild West on Saturday in the middle of the Zorkfest events. And it was just a complete shit show. Like the the line was maybe twelve people deep. There was one person. It looked like doing the both the order taking and the food preparation, and that meant that the line just did not move at all. So I had about twenty minutes. I figured this is basically a snack stand. How long can it take? Get in the back of the line. You know, five minutes go by. The line has not moved at all, and I just said, "Screw it! I'm clearly not going to get the food." So I left. Um, I did end up talking to some guys later in the night who said they they went there and uh, really begrudgingly because they didn't want to like it because it's Guy Fieri uh, really enjoyed the the sandwiches at, at Guy's Barbecue Joint. So if you can get through the line, apparently it's good stuff. Uh, I did make it to Irish Pub for dinner. I had the steer burger, which. I'd had before, I had last time, and actually thought it was pretty good, you know, nothing to write home about, but totally solid, and my review this time is a little less good. I mean, I think it's just a totally generic burger. Um, the price is very, very cheap. I think it's 6 or $7 for the burger and fries, but, you know, it is as generic as it gets. It's certainly not a particularly good burger. <laughs> you know, it's fine, but it's nothing good. Uh I actually also had their wings, and I I thought their wings, you know, the wings were more the style that I like. They were, I mean, fairly generic wings, but had a little bit of crisp and a good flavor. So I actually, I won't say that they're better than than Piccadilly, but when you combine that with the atmosphere of Irish Pub, which I absolutely love, I would probably go to Irish Pub for wings instead of Piccadilly, which I'm sure people will say that that is ridiculous, but I really love the Irish Pub. And part of that is that they go all out with their Christmas display. It was decked out to the nines, Christmas village, lights everywhere, nutcrackers, Santas, like just insane lights everywhere. So uh, it is worth going out of your way for if you like sort of Christmas kitsch. Uh, Absolutely worth it. So very cool. Um, I really enjoyed that. If you follow me on Twitter, if you follow Do For A Win on Twitter, you saw the pictures, and it's very, very, very over the top. Um, so getting into Zorkfest, since I think that's the main thing that people want to hear about, it was the main theme of the weekend, it was the reason I went down, um, I'll t- we'll touch on it in the interview uh, with Cousin Vito, who will be on in just a few minutes, but I just want to say what we talk about is barely scratching the surface of the tips and tricks that we learned at Zorkfest. I feel like I'm not really at liberty to divulge some of the stuff that was shared because it's a conference that people paid to attend. Uh, Some of the stuff was very specifically mentioned as for attendees only, but I'll just say that it was incredibly informative and I'm pretty sure anybody there feels like they got their registration fees worth because the, the information was very, very good. Uh, a couple of things I will say, we do mention some stuff in the interview with Cousin Vito, but um, one thing I'll say is that Borgata gives no M-Life tier credits for resort spend, which is very weird. Uh, it's unique in the M-Life program. Other MGM resorts, you get 25 tier credits per dollar of spend, which is actually a huge bonus. Uh, and they don't give you anything at Borgata, which is frustrating. So uh, one thing I had actually said or noticed when I was looking at M-Life is if you were to spend $1,000 over the course of a year at uh, Borgata, totally not gambling related, but, you know, if you, that's, you know, a couple two-night stays, a spa trip, a couple restaurant trips, you get to $1,000, you could get at least upgraded to Pearl, which is, you know, Pearl's not great, um, doesn't get you a whole lot of benefits, but at least it's one status up. That is not true because Borgata doesn't give you credits, uh, tier credits for spent. So I don't know why... 
It's very weird, um, but just something to keep in mind. Uh, if you, for some reason, do really want to get to like goose up your tier credits at Borgata, I mean, I say for some reason, there will be lots of reasons, like if you're close to getting upgraded or if you just want to maintain a status that you have, but you're not going to make it to the casino enough. Unlike the Total Rewards credit card, the M-Life credit card gives you tier credits for spend. So just any spending on the M-Life credit card, whether that's you know groceries, outside of Atlantic City, doesn't matter, outside of Vegas, you will get tier credits. So that may be useful for people who are you know trying to gain the next status level or whatever, something to look into uh, to see if that's worth it for you. Uh, sort of related, I got a diamond upgrade, I mentioned this last up- episode, uh, through Zorkfest. Michael Traeger's uh, Travel Zork, nice enough to get several upgrades for Zorkfest attendees, and I was lucky enough to get one of them. So uh, one thing I'll do is keep track of all the benefits I get, whether it's waived resort fees, $100 celebration dinner, early check-in, late check-out, um, Diamond Lounge access, all that stuff, and sort of try to put a dollar value on it. Some of it's very easy, like the the waived resort fees have a very set value, right? And the $100 celebration dinner has a very clear value. But uh, I'm going to sort of post how many nights I use it and what the value is, and you can kind of extrapolate out, you know, if you use it for X amount of nights, how much dollar value you would get out of diamond status. And that will give you a decent idea of, you know, if you if you plan to go for X amount of nights, is it worth it to either buy Founders Card or up your play a little bit to try to hit a bonus to get diamond status uh, and something to think about just from my firsthand experience. I mean, I know you can probably do the math on your own if you stay a certain amount of nights and what the resort fee is, but you know, I feel like I'm a pretty typical case in terms of what I'm actually going to use versus like what theoretically is available out there. So I'll post that and talk more about that as we go on. Uh, so far, it's it's very simple. I've been there for one night. I got $32.28 of resort fee waived and a $10 early check-in fee waived. I am planning to use a $100 celebration dinner and another night of waived resort fees in early January when I go with my wife. I do have another trip planned, so that's exciting. I'm currently booked at Caesars in the Ocean Tower, uh, hoping to go get the $100 celebration dinner. Um, but something to keep an eye on. But one thing I, ha- I really have to mention about Zorkfest is that it was all about building your travel network. You know, beyond just the lessons learned, Michael from from Travel Zork really hammered home that Zorkfest uh, was an opportunity to meet new people who all had the same thing in mind, like optimizing travel, optimizing casino comps, and. Since you can't be everywhere at once, having a bunch of people who are out looking these at these things and may see th- things that you miss, they can then tip you off to stuff that you didn't otherwise see. Uh, so that can be things like group gambling, promos, just whatever. Having those people who can help you out uh, makes a big, big difference in your travel. And so I was excited about that to begin with. But the way it really sort of played out for this weekend specifically was that it meant that I really went out of my way to talk to people at Zorkfest. So I talked to a ton of people. I met a ton of people. uh, And it was just awesome. I mean, I feel like normally I'm very reserved. We sort of joke about how antisocial Kyle and I are. And, you know, 
leaving that weekend, I feel like I don't think I'll ever go to AC again and have to worry about like, oh, I'm stuck here. I'm stuck. I'm, I'm staying an extra night and I'm the only one. Everybody else is leaving early. You know, what am I going to do wandering around by myself? Because I feel like there are enough people who I met who, you know, there's always going to be somebody in AC that I can sort of talk to and go hang out with. Uh, so that's that I'm just really excited about. I loved all the interactions I had. It definitely inflated my ego just to talk to everybody who said that they liked the podcast and listened to it and appreciated what we do. Uh, so that was awesome. And that being said, I feel like I just have to give some shout outs to a few specific people. I'm sure I'm going to miss some people and I really apologize for that. But I think, uh, you know, it was, it was an amazing time. Everybody there, I think had a great time. Uh, so Brian and Tanya, I met them on dinner at Friday night, uh, the Zorkfest dinner. It was really nice to meet them. They said our pro- podcast actually brought them back to Atlantic City, which was awesome to hear. Uh, Bob, I um, I hung out with him for a long time on Friday night at the lobby bar at Bally's after I said, oh, I'm going to go to bed at 1.30. I, I randomly wandered into the lobby bar at Bally's and, and saw him there and ended up playing video poker until 3.15 in the morning. Uh, Adam, Christian, George, uh, there are a couple other guys there who I'm, I'm sorry, I don't have your names, but, um, they ran, I'd have no idea how they recognized me in Bally's while I was standing in the checkout line with my back to them and not talking, but they did. And I appreciate it. Uh, it was a huge ego boost to, uh, to talk to them about how much they like the podcast. And I really appreciate the, uh, the beers and the burger at Irish pub, uh, Julian and Shane from Vegas confessions. Go listen to their stuff. It was so fun talking to them. Their podcast is really, really entertaining. Julian and Kelly, thanks so much for the drink. Uh, it was a good Kickstarter to the evening ahead on uh, Friday night, Saturday night. Uh, cousin Vito, Cousin Mikey, Tony from Vice Lounge Online, Doug, a.k.a. Epic Esquire, Mark Melter from Edge Vegas, and Travel Zork. Coach Kitty from Travels Work and our Facebook group, uh, Joe and Barbara from Everything AC Casinos, Craig Shacklett from URComp.com, obviously Michael Traeger from Tra- Travels Work and our friend Eric Rosenthal. I also met tons of people from the Facebook group, some we'd met before, some new people, Ed, Ken, Han, Phil, Jay, Bogan, Linda W., Nick M., John B., Angela, so many people to mention, and I'm sure I'm forgetting someone who deserves a shout out, but I just had an amazing time meeting so many people. So just thank you to everyone for being so nice and sort of bringing me out of my shell. We joke about all the time how we're antisocial and we don't talk to enough people. And I don't think I'm going to have that problem going forward because just every interaction I had was fantastic. So with that said, here is my interview with our very special guest, Cousin Vito of Cousin Vito's Casino Podcast, giving us a full recap of Zorkfest and his opinions on Atlantic City. I'm joined by Cousin Vito of Cousin Vito's Casino Podcast, here to talk about his experience at Zorkfest and Atlantic City in general. Vito, thanks so much for coming on Do For A Win. I really appreciate you coming on. Oh, no problem, man. And honestly, I'm so happy to be back on anybody's show because I can't wait to get back to Atlantic City, man. How much fun was Zorkfest? I haven't been to Atlantic City in 10 years, and I had like the weekend. I had a, one of my best weekends in years. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was telling my wife, I think that was, as far as just the anticipation, the actual trip, it was one of my favorite AC weekends I've ever had. It was amazing start to finish, just like wall to wall. There was no downtime. It was just fun wall to wall. So I really had a great time. Uh, so jumping right off with some general sort of Atlantic City questions, you hadn't been to Atlantic City, like you said, in 10 years. And I think since you were uh, 
able to gamble is that right yeah yeah no i was i was never there as a gambling legal adult you know my family trips ended and i i drove by atlantic city a lot of times but it's not you know it's not really on the way anywhere unless you're going there like i used to go to philly for concerts i used to, it's and it's like it's out of the way and i and finally i can't believe it i waited so long you know I, i've been going out to my local casinos but man I already got the wife. She went down there. She was like, you think we could go when the beach is open now? Oh, I'm nice, like, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, well, I'll, well, I'll get you a launcher right up front. I'll, you know, we got FaceTime. I'll, I'll step off the craps table for a couple minutes. Yeah, it sounds perfect. So uh, any thoughts sort of as a, coming at it as a as a gambling town that you haven't really experienced the gambling side of it? Just general uh, thoughts after the long Yeah, life? well, first thing I have to say is the skyline, because I drove in at night. For, oh, and yeah. I, I probably never have. I mean, I'm, I've I've driven there, but I, you know, I never really. I don't. I was like, you, you don't look out the window. I don't. For some reason, it never stuck with me that drive in. And once we got there, you know, it's the excitement of not that. You know, it's kind of like when you're landing in Vegas a little bit, but you're in the car. It's like you see all the hotels lit up. You see that all the buildings stop and that the waves are crashing down behind the buildings, and you're coming in on the expressway. And you know, I had a real feeling of excitement pulling up. And I mean, I stayed at Caesars. So that also, it seems like Caesar's a popular uh, destination down there. But, you know, pulled right into valet, got in, got in a beautiful room. And all weekend, I mean, especially for a winter time, you know, you figure it'd be a little less bopping. But, man, it was a wild time every night I was there. Yeah, I, mean, I actually think coming in at night is, for for somebody who hasn't been in a long time, is a great idea because, you know, I love AC, but, but in, in the sort of, pure daylight you can see that the casinos are kind of beat down by that salty beach air <laughs> and uh at yeah, night they it, look great all lit up it's awesome if they make an atlantic city movie it should open up at night when they're driving the people yeah. are driving <laughs> into the city that's that's the cityscape you want to say yeah that's i don't i don't really think about that because i go all the time but you're right it's definitely it definitely looks a little nicer like the sheen is a little nicer on it at night yeah that, and and the, the waves have that the moonlight against the waves it's just beautiful down there so, I, I, honestly, I was taken aback. So you, you're used to Connecticut and, and Vegas. Sort of what did you think about AC in terms of the atmosphere and the vibe that you get compared to either of those other places? I mean, obviously, AC is not Vegas. We say that all the time. But, you know, what did you think about it coming from uh, that perspective? You know what? It's it's tough because I do have like I, I have a little bit of a love affair with Atlantic City because of my childhood, you know? So I, to me, I don't even compare to because to me, Vegas, I, I go there on vacation. You go to the gamble like I, it's a different experience out there because I'm on a full blown. You know, you know, you're letting it all hang out vacation where I've gone. When I go to Atlantic City, I picture it as more of I'm having I could have a slower time if I want to. You know, you could lounge on the beach. You could go up and down the boardwalk to the shop. I mean, not in the winter as much, but, you know, in general, it has a different, totally different vibe to me. I do like the short walk to the different casinos, though. I got to tell you, that's nice. And the Jitney uh, shuttle bus was very convenient and cheap. You know, when I was bougie, I'd do like an Uber. But, you know, but, 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 uh, well, sometimes when I leave the craft table, I'm not feeling too bougie. <laughs> I'm feeling more like a Jitney shuttle ride to go lick my wounds. Yeah, Kyle calls that un- unencumbered from wealth uh, <laughs> when, you, when you're a little lighter in the, in the pockets. But uh, the Jitney, I, I laughed at you and Cousin Mikey um, talking on your Zorkfest recap about the Jitney's driving kind of crazy. And definitely, I don't know if it's just one driver who goes totally nuts, but there are a few of those rides that it's uh, it's a little harrowing. 
Um, oh, it yeah. gets you where you need to go fast, I guess. <laughs> Definitely. I, I, I give him credit because you want to get to the casino. It's better than somebody going two miles an hour and you're getting stuck at every single light. And you're like, hey, am I never going to get there? Instead, it was like, whoa, this guy's going quick. And then it was like you, we all start making eye contact with each other, you know. And you could tell the people that knew that, that were used to the shuttle were just like whatever, like when you're in a New York cab. If you're not used to it, you kind of get a little nervous weaving in and out of everything. Yeah, it's a well, it's a little nuts if you're not if you're not expecting that. I think the first time I ever took it, I was like, "Whoa, this is not." Uh, no, this is, <laughs> you're not in Disneyland, kid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this isn't, this isn't the tram in Disneyland. This yeah. is something entirely different. Uh, so, just you know, the crowd at Zorkfest, obviously, a lot of people probably there who haven't been to AC. Certainly, you know, people that out for, who came out from the West Coast, uh, Julian Kelly, uh, that whole crew, Shane from Vegas Confessions. Um, I'm always worried about those people who don't go to AC very often or who haven't been in a very long time who uh, maybe will be very down on it because, you know, there are certainly parts of town that aren't the greatest. You've got five casinos that have closed since 2014. Um, But it it was funny. Like the most negative thing I think I heard was Eric Rosenthal talking about the Bally's casino floor. It seemed like everybody appreciated the vibe. So that was kind of cool. Like, you know, I'm always – I'm kind of a cheerleader for AC, so I was kind of nervous about that. But it seemed like everybody was really digging it, which is awesome. Yeah, no, honestly, I don't think I talked to one person who had a bad time. Because what do you go to Vegas for? What do you even go to the casino for? You go to the let it all hang out, play some play some games, whatever your poison is, have some drinks, and and just relax. And you have all that in Atlantic City. It's if you sit there, you know, maybe if you maybe if you. Uh, you know, are paying a five hundred dollars a night for a room, and you're staying for a week. You feel differently, but you know, as a casino goer, knowing what casinos are like, and you know, trying to get a free room here or there, and get a free meal or a free cocktail, it's like to me, it lived up to what I pictured it. And you know, I, I really, me and cousin Mikey were both blown away. He was, he stayed at the Golden Nugget. I'm t- telling you, it's like he fell in love with the Golden Nugget. I, he loves the place now. Oh, that's awesome because we don't spend that much time at Golden Nugget, Kyle and I. So it's it's uh, that's the place that we've sort of made it a, a little bit of a resolution to try to to check out more of, and we haven't done a great job. But uh, you mentioned, you know, if somebody went and had a five night trip, sort of, what would they think? But you guys had what three nights there? Oh yeah, and it wasn't nearly enough. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't nearly enough. Oh, so that was what, yeah, that was my question. How was that sort of lengthwise with what you? Uh, I, you liked know to what? I had a lot going on. Was the problem? I I was because uh, well, not the problem. It was the reason I was there. But I mean, I was I had the the uh, master of ceremonies. I mean, not that the cocktail hour really. Well, I was at work or anything. It wasn't like I was at work, but you know, it's like I I didn't have really time to explore at all because I, I got in that Thursday. By the next day, I had like that one afternoon, and then. I was, uh, you know, t- my, I was booked up all the way until the time I left, pretty much. I mean, I did stay up to like three in the morning every, uh, every night. But so yeah, just like Vegas, you can stay up all night. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, I, I think the first night I kind of was like, okay, one o'clock, I'm heading to bed, and then I was walking up to my room in Bally's, saw somebody I had chatted with a bit at the lobby bar, and ended up up until three thirty in the morning. I feel like that's just kind of what happens when you're on one of these casino trips. Um, oh yeah, I will. I I was in a daze. <laughs> I will, I was like, oh no, what? Oh my god, it's morning. Because I was, I, I, I mean, not to sound like a slacker, but I was still putting the finishing uh, touches, the polish on the master of ceremonies opening that morning. So I was like, I had to do homework too. It was like finals. <laughs> That's what it was like. It was like I was at finals. So I mean, it sounded like you went pretty hard the whole time. Did you get a chance to wander around or casino hop or sort of check out the city at all? 
Uh, you know, I tried to because I stayed at Caesars. I mean, it, here's the interesting part is I did get to see a lot because the first night I stayed at Caesars. So I got to go in Caesars, see their valet, see their check in their shops a little bit. You know, it was late when I got in. So I played at Caesars. I walked through Bally's that night. You know, obviously I had a lot of Bally's time because his Orkfest was there. But then I stayed at the Borgata the following two nights. So I got to stay at the Borgata. I didn't even play at the Borgata, but I walked around the gaming floor. I actually got lost at like three in the morning one night. So <laughs> I got a lot of time to explore the Borgata, watch the, you know, there's a, a very young, young club scene. It looked like, cause there was all these kids that looked like they were barely 21 trying to get into fights when I was, when I was walking around on Saturday uh, night, I was like, well, the club must've just let out here. It was like, I guess two in the morning, but. And then Mikey was at the Nugget, so I got to see the Nugget, a little bit of it at least. And Mikey's room was beautiful in the Nugget. I almost, you know, I know the Borgata was beautiful, but Mikey's room in, at the Nugget, I was very impressed by it. Yeah, it's good to hear. So that that property was in absolute disrepair uh, before Gold Nugget bought it. And they really, I think, did a bang-up job fixing up the casino floor and the rooms and everything. Because that, that place was in uh, pretty sad shape. And now it, people seem to like it a lot. I mean, we've heard some people have mixed reviews about the rooms but i'm glad to hear that your that mikey's room looked nice yeah yeah and you know what maybe they're doing they're going through the renovation slowly or something and now not everything's getting redone at the same rate but his look brand new like oh awesome and and he has some pictures of it he he has a picture of his view and everything but it really was like i gotta tell you man i i i I don't you know not that i ever really have I, i just can't think of something bad to say i really didn't have any bad experience maybe the noodle place at the golden nugget i wish them my my soup was a little more flavorful but that's about as that's about as honestly that's like really the only thing i could think of in my three days there you know as a as a casino and gambling lover from my lens yeah i mean the 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 one seems sort of consistent complaint about golden nugget i think is like the lower end food uh like uh like you said, the noodle place, there's a sort of cafe type place that doesn't get great reviews. I think the higher end food gets really, really good reviews, but I've never had a chance to check that out. Uh, uh-huh. So you're a craps guy. What's what's your favorite place that you played craps or did you mostly just stick with Bally's? Uh, I mostly stuck with Bally's because I, I didn't end up playing at the Borgata just because – you know what it is? You go to Zorkfest. I learned so much about the rewards programs and I knew just from doing the interviews on the show – that if I haven't signed up for MGM yet, because oh, the MGM yeah. I had over here was a was a, one of our Native American casinos, so it wasn't MGM Rewards; it was just MGM branded. So I'm I'm not in their system. I'm not. I didn't sign up because I wasn't really going to play. You know what I mean? I know when you first sign up for a new system, I I knew it before Zorkfest, but I got reinfirmed is I shouldn't just go get the card to get it and then put twenty dollars on a slot machine. You know, I got to get the card and say, all right, I'm going to have a gambling day here. And I'm going to try and, uh, you know, get my average daily theoretical up. Yeah, I mean, that's a mistake I think a lot of people make is they see that, you know, 25 or $50 or whatever free slot play. They sign up, they go play that, and they're like, okay, I got free money, but you just totally screwed over your your sort of value to the casino or what they, their perceived value of you is. And and one of the things we learned at Zorkvest is, you know, when you sign up, you got to have a big play day right at the start. If you You know, not like go above what you can afford, but... You know, really, if you want to, yeah. But if you're ever going to go above it. what you can afford, do it on the first day you sign up. Yeah, like you know, if you're gonna, if you bring your travel budget and you're going to a casino you haven't played at before, you know, use the travel budget at that casino, and they're going to see you as a bigger player than maybe you really are. And especially if you're new in the system, you're going to get a bunch of offers right out out of the gate. I noticed that at M Life when I first signed up for M Life, 
years ago in Vegas is I was getting, you know, return offers from Vegas, $100 food and beverage, free Cirque tickets, free room. And then I went back and they realized like, oh, no, 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 you are not. <laughs> take take him off the list. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No more offers for that guy. This guy is a 25 cent video poker player. Nothing for him. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm waiting to trick him. <laughs> I'm, yeah. not, I'm, waiting, I'm waiting for my one chance to trick him. Like, well, yeah, I mean, I'll go play, but you know, you never get, you never beat those first offers. So it's like the game of rewards travel is. It's like you gotta pick pick your spots. You can't have it all at once. So, and actually, because it's Orkfest, I'm I finally got my Caesar's diamond rolling. So I'm I'm a total rewards guy this year. There's nothing I could do. I'm, I'm branded, you know, other than my local casino. I'm still going there all the time. So I, that's actually, I'll jump to the question that I was going to ask later, but you, I think you and Mikey both got diamond, right? I think Mikey did the founders card if I, yes. Correct. So are you planning to do more AC trips to take advantage of your total rewards or do you have total rewards closer? Or is, I, I, I AC is going to be my total rewards, uh, spot pretty much because yeah, up here, uh, <laughs> There's good. There's an MGM popping up. Yeah, we. I don't. I'm pretty sure I don't have a total rewards. Maybe if I go northern New England, but nothing like AC. You know what I mean? Yeah. I could go to AC, pick, go play at Caesars, just play at Caesars, try to get Caesars comps. You know, and it's like, and now that I have so many friends in AC, it's not like I'm going alone. I'll bring the wife. We'll have a blast. Yeah, it's awesome. So, do you have uh, return plans already set or anything in the uh, works? Or? I'm trying. I. It, the tough part is I. I Spring break that I have a spring break coming up uh, in April, but I, I might be there's a tentative casino, a Connecticut casino gambling thing in the works. So that was going to be my time to go down for a spring break, but I might have you know I might have a, a, something going on that weekend where it's like, can I string out you know a whole straight week of being in the, in the casino? It's more of a you know a, a, a funds thing than everything. If I, if I had a money a money tree, I, I'd be down there the whole trip for sure. But we'll see. It's it's maybe the summer might be the soonest to be honest with you because I'm like a three and a half hours out, so I could do the long weekend easy, but I got to make sure I don't catch a traffic jam or oh, the whole yeah. thing shot. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, so. Bally's, like, what did you think about the vibe at Bally's since that was kind of where you ended up playing most of the time? And we are a little bit down on Bally's as a casino floor, but it seemed like everybody had a good time who was there. Uh, yeah, you know what? My vision in more than one way, <laughs> more than one way was uh, blurred, but <laughs> you know, because, you know, well, I was there for Zorkfest, so I'm coming up and going down that escalator. The craps table's right there. There's always a spot open. You know what I mean? The, the upstairs where we were had the nice, beautiful restrooms. You don't have to wait in line. There was cocktails everywhere. It was almost like, you know, I'm, maybe if I walked in at a different time in a different mood, I would have saw something. I I was like, meh. But for me, the craps table was right at the bottom of the. <laughs> it was right at the <laughs> yeah, bottom helps, of the escalator, right? so it worked out perfect. I've definitely good casino floor setup for people at the seminar. I made it perfect. I actually ran down uh, during the third session and played <laughs> played some craps. Right. Yeah, so did I. Right after lunch. I ran down after lunch. After lunch, lunch. yeah. It was the, I think the after lunch because I was like, yeah, you know, let me digest, have a cocktail. Yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting because I think doing a conference at Bally's gave me such a different view of Bally's in that, you're like you said, you're always coming at it down that escalator. And it seems like such a small thing, but it really made a big difference. You're coming down into the table pit, whereas typically I'm coming in from the boardwalk, which brings you straight into the slots. That entrance is ugly. It's not that nice. Uh, I actually came away with more of an appreciation of Bally's than I think I've ever had before. Um, and, you know, I would spend time there. I'm going back in a few weeks. I wouldn't be surprised if I end up at the bar at the lobby uh, 
you know, oh, they, just, they just go up and down the escalator with a cocktail. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> it's you're, I, it's true. You know what? Maybe that's part of it is that my view that I remember of Bally's is having that cocktail from Zorkfest in my hand and up on that level we were on. The rooms, everything was very nice up yeah. there. You know what I mean? The bathroom was beautiful. It was all like uh, very nice. And then coming down the escalator with that beautiful view of everyone, you know, all the hustle and bustle, the dice flying. You know, I have a, almost like a little whimsical view of, <laughs> of the yeah. Bally's Casino because of that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and certainly, you know, credit where credit's due. A big part of that is that Zorkfest was run incredibly well. And like Michael Traeger just running a tight ship, oh, putting yeah. everything together so well, I think made just put this glow over the entire weekend where everything seemed so good the entire time so you know i just loved every part of it you know running down to the craps table and sneaking out and playing you know half an hour craps at lunch all that stuff i just had a really good time so i think that helped a lot and and you know michael i know said that the the uh convention folks at bally's were super helpful and really on the ball so that's uh you know a nice side of it that i you know i never go to a conference at bally's i don't think i've ever been to a conference at any casino so that, that's something that I never really see any side of. Me and, and that was, I think that's part of it too, is I would, who would ever go up there? We'd never be, you know what I mean? When would we ever be up there in all those rooms that for the conventions, normally we, we would be coming in off the boardwalk. It's like, that was, I, I, you know, I can't compliment the whole thing enough. The whole event really, it was almost like it was done before, you know, like going to it, you know, it's the first one. Let's see how it goes. It was like, it was like a well-oiled machine. Yeah, it was, it was unbelievable. I mean, I can't believe how well they pulled that off. Uh, so you, what about food? I mean, you, we heard lilies at, uh, at golden nugget, not necessarily the best Yeah, lilies, <laughs> you know, it wasn't, it, it, it was what it was. It was, a, it was a cheap light meal, you know, uh, what did I also, oh, I, oh, I ended up taking, I, it wasn't totally my, uh, my choice, but we, I ended up going to the continental that you oh, recommend. Nice. Okay, cool. We were going, we went over to, uh, where, where those restaurants were. It's all, it's all in a blur because I was kind of bumbling there at that point. That was, I think, after the, the Zorkfest night or so. I don't know what I was eating yeah, there. So after the after party. <laughs> yeah, after the after. So that's the condition I was in by the time yeah. I was going there. I was asleep on the bus at that point. Oh, yeah. No, I, I was still alive and well, raising hell. That's for, I'm all over Atlantic City. But we made it there, and I got the I got a weird meal. I got all sorts of weird stuff, but everything I had was awesome. And I'm t- I was looking at people's dishes. Uh, the Epic Esquire had these shoestring French fries. I oh, was yeah. like, I wish I ordered French fries. I had I had um, uh, French onion soup. It was like wontons or French onion soup bowl. It was the weirdest thing, like some French onion soup dumpling. So good. Like – I had an excellent meal at the Continental. Nice walking distance. I, did, yeah. I couldn't really see the view that well, though, because it was nighttime, and all I saw was my reflection of my stupid face staring out, my, my drunk face staring out the window trying to see the ocean. But <laughs> So were you out right by the fire pit in the Continental? We were kind of near the fire pit. One thing that stood out was the bathrooms. Hey, trying to find the bat. What a bathroom trip that was. We all went. We had to take turns going to the bathrooms. We were like, you got to go try to go to the bathroom. It's like a it's like a maze. It was like Clue or something. We went through the kitchen, then through the beaded thing, and then underneath the other thing. Yeah, I don't think I've ever tried. I think I always just like wander out to the playground bathrooms rather than trying to go there. But yeah, I mean, it seems like uh, this is kind of a central theme. You know, you're into bathroom uh, ease of use. I, I, I'm a bathroom guy. I'm, I'm telling you, you got to check. You go check out the Continental bathroom and then put a footnote on the show and be like, you know what? That bathroom was actually worth worth me going and checking out the bathroom. That's how confident <laughs> I am. You're gonna be. You're gonna have something to say about this bathroom. Well, I got to say, you know, this is useful advice for, for people who listen to our show and go to AC all the time. And one thing, I made a note that, you know, there's some good 
hidden bathrooms in in like Wild Old West where you can go and there's a giant bathroom where there's no tables around and nobody's ever in. The bathrooms upstairs by the conference rooms, if there's not a conference going on, they're dead. And that's a giant bathroom that you can just go up and you yes. know, have some privacy. It's nice. Uh, that was a very spacious bath. That, that was, and they were the the construction was inter. I mean, this is I can't believe I'm sitting here talking about the bathrooms <laughs> with you, but it was really uh, uh, I, like how the, just the way it was set up. It was like, wow, who designed this? I feel like a lot of thought went into the architecture in that area, and whoever designed that actually that escalator coming down they probably pictured that and that was something that they were like this is going to be really good you know what i mean like somebody put time into it oh absolutely and that was probably one of the cornerstones of what the beauty they saw in the design yeah i agree completely and and you know if you're going to end up using that bathroom as your home base bathroom you get the escalator experience so it works out perfectly Oh, yeah. Actually, a side note, I'm actually trying to get some uh, casino architects on my show, so I'll keep you posted. Oh, if I get awesome. someone, Somebody that great. did Atlantic City, I, I, I think I got I, – we'll see. I don't, I'm not going to jinx it, but stay tuned. <laughs> the Cousin Vito Casino <laughs> Casino 5. I, oh, they got my commercial in there. Perfect. Yeah, that's good. I'll give you another chance to get more commercials in here at the end. Um, <laughs> so you, you stayed at both Caesars and Borgata. I'm a big fan of the casino hop, so I'm glad you did that. Uh, but based on your recap episode, it seemed like you and Mikey kind of settled on Caesars being the place for you guys. So, you know, Borgata is what everybody talks about is the best thing. Uh, I'm sure that we'll talk more about that in our best of 2017 episode. But, you know, what it, what about Caesars kind of set it apart for you as the place that you sort of felt like was home? Uh, this is going to be a real cop out, but basically – you know what? Eric Rosenthal, one of the uh, the speakers at Zorkfest, and Michael, they both hold Caesars in the highest regard. <laughs> so that's really what uh, possessed me to be like, you know what? There must be something to it because, you know, th- that's what's great about these conferences and all this stuff with the podcasting we do and all that is you meet a lot of people that they you don't have to spend your time banging your head against the wall on what's what. They kind of know, you know, this place overall has the best type of games you're looking for because they know because the, the thing with the Borgata is it's beautiful, but, you know, it doesn't always have the limit I want. That doesn't always have the room I need, you know, the, or the, that, what price I want to pay for the room I need. You know what I mean? So it's like I feel I, I'm I'm kind of just copying their answer. I would have to say I'm cheating off their test. No, I don't think and that's I, I don't think that's a cop <laughs> out at all. I mean, Kyle and I end up there all the time. And people are always telling us, like, we're idiots for not making Borgata our home base. Like, that's obviously a nice casino. But, you know, you're right. Like, the the service on the casino floor is amazing in Caesars. It's centrally located. It's on the boardwalk, which we like. And so we just end up there. And it's one of those things. Like, that's where we get – that's probably the nicest comped rooms we can get consistently. And so that's where we end up. And that's where we play a lot. So then it's that cycle of you're going to get more comped rooms. And so it just keeps you in the system. And and it's it's the really the perfect I don't I don't want to call it the, the it's the perfect casino for people that play like we do that are looking to do what we want to do down there get some rooms have a couple meals and just the proximity to everything you hit it on the head like for me the jitney obviously hey it went fast I'll give I'll give it that it wasn't as long as it took me to drive from the Borgata to there but to be able to walk all around to all the different restaurants you're, that's that's Atlantic City to me you know as even my memories as a child is that's what made it appealing is you could just not have to get in a car and stay. Like it's almost like Vegas where, I mean, you still got to get a car in Vegas, but Atlantic city, you stay a weekend on the boardwalk. You don't really have, you could just park your car for the whole week if you wanted. You know what I mean? It's like, but you had Borgata, you got to hop in the shuttle. Yeah. I think when my wife and I go down, we typically 
park at Caesars, don't move the car, and that's just where it sits. I print out a parking voucher at the end of the weekend and, and pay for the parking, and that's pretty much uh, the end of it. And we just spend the entire time on the boardwalk and wander around. And actually, if we need to go to the marina, we don't even drive. We take a cab or a, an Uber or whatever and, and go out there. So, yeah, I'm totally – I'm with you on that completely. Uh, I mean, we've covered some of Zorkfest, uh, but just generally, you know, what were you expecting going in? Because I feel like for me, I didn't even know what to expect. So, you know, what did you expect going in and how did it compare to those expectations? Uh, you know what? It, hmm. It's, I'm going to, I have, I had a different perspective on it because, you know, be, just because of the master of ceremony thing, I kind of was privy to know you know what i mean i kind of was like all right what am i getting into ahead of time like i kind of had an outline of what was going to happen oh yeah yeah see i didn't have any of that (laughs) i was i i mean it's 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 not like it's weird because you want to say i was surprised by how great it was because i you know michael and travel zork and everyone that works with them and around them everybody is so efficient and so enthusiastic that it's like i shouldn't be surprised but just knowing, you know, you're putting together a large event. I knew it was a large undertaking for me. It's a lot of moving parts. And you know what? I, he did it. It, came, it. The whole thing was so great. And the ball, I mean, even the space, I had a podium. I had the stage. We had the sound system. The classrooms were great. There was enough. They had pens and paper and everything we ever could have needed. It was like, I, you know, I was just in awe at how much fun I had, I got to tell you. And, and I feel like there's room for growth in it because you know what? You could even do more advanced video poker stuff. You could do blackjack strategy, at least from the gambling side. That's what I was viewing it as. Like, you know what? There's actually a market for a little more advanced things in some of these courses too. Oh, yeah. I, I could have done a second day. Like I could have done a second day with like take everything you learned from the first day and now let's drill deeper into, you know, like you said, bigger video poker strategy. Like let's really get into how to do it with blackjack and that kind of stuff. Um, I think I said that in the uh, – in the feedback form that they sent around. <laughs> so yeah, I think I said that too. I filled my feedback out today too. I might've said that. <laughs> uh, so, you know, we, I can't divulge, I don't think we can divulge too much information, you know, especially it's a paid conference. A bunch of people paid money to go. So we can't give away sort of all the secret sauce of Zorkfest, but I'll just ask generally, is there anything that you jotted down from Zorkfest that going forward, you were like, Oh yeah, I hadn't thought of that. That's something I'm going to do going, going forward. Um, yeah. And, and you know what? I could say it in a perfect way. I think that, it, you know, it isn't giving too much away, but it's really giving, getting the whole message across is just, um, spending smarter, whether it comes, I mean, this from, this is just from the, I mean, this probably applies to the travel stuff, but disclaimer, I only went to the gambling class. I, don't yeah. I, I sent my wife to the travel <laughs> ones. I went to the, all the gambling ones, but for me, spending smarter where it's like, just like we were talking about when you're signing up for the new card to make sure you play a lot at that property on that day, stuff like that where, you know, maybe if, if you're not – no, who's going to be wise to that? You know, normally you sign up, you say, oh, I got $20 free slot play. Let me sign up. Why wouldn't I? Where it's like, you know what? Be patient. Or maybe I should buy something at the casino and maybe I'll get – you know what I mean? It's like there's different things you could do, how to get rated better where – I'm going to spend – I'm going to basically waste less money trying to get the same amount of comps. Yeah, absolutely. I mean to me just the sort of connection – and maybe I'm just an idiot that I hadn't thought about this before. But sort of just knowing the program and knowing what do you get credits for. Do you get credits for going to the restaurant? Do you get credits for getting room service? Do you get credits for – you know, obviously, you know you get credits for going to the casino. But like if you go to the gift shop, do all those things count towards 
tier credits, not just rewards credits. And like, how does that affect your, maybe it doesn't affect your offers, but it may affect your, you know, points that you reach if you hit some bonus, like all that is stuff that I hadn't really put together in my mind. Uh, And I thought they really hammered that home in a clear way that it was like a light bulb went off over my head. I was like, oh, wow, now I know, now I get it. Like now I get why I need to like understand this. And if I'm close to a bonus or if I, you know, want to make sure I get the tier credits, I'm going to do that. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know what you're doing. Yeah. It's like, it's like we already had all the, the instruments, but now you're, you could have them all work in symphony with each other. You know what I mean? Where it's like, I you kind of knew you got to eat there, spend this, do that. But when you say, okay, let me you, – you assess what goals do you want. Do you want free parking? Do you want free rooms? Do you want free dinners? You know, it's like what is your ultimate goal and you work towards that. And then if somehow you're getting what you want, you could try to work towards something else in there, you know? Yeah, and also like once you understand sort of the core of it between – you know, first you got to understand the gambling thing, and then you got to understand the spend, and and you know maybe you, you're looking into the bonuses, and then you can sort of pull more things. Is it gift cards? Is it using the total rewards credit card or the M Life credit card? All that kind of stuff. It kind of you can kind of add to your arsenal as you go. So without really divulging too much, I think that's that is what you need to do, and not to just write it off. And and I think I've definitely been guilty of this: is just saying it's too much work to do everything. It's too much work to think about this of like how I'm going to get to diamond status in the future. But when you have this, like, okay, it's really simple if you just think about gambling and spend. And then once you have that down, you can sort of add in these other things. And all of a sudden you're really making a dent toward getting upgrades and that kind of stuff. Oh yeah. Well, one thing that I really learned is I, cause I, in Vegas, my comps, I'll get comps pretty evenly room comps across the board. You know what I mean? My, I don't, I play a little bit out there, so I don't really see a variance. I'll still get free rooms, uh, you know, most of the total rewards properties, depending on what day of the week it is where I didn't realize Atlantic city, there's so much of your, um, spending in that casino. Like if I were to play at Caesars, uh, it's just going to go straight to see. I mean, it might, you know what? It might work like that in Vegas. I, 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 I don't play a lot of total rewards, so I learned a lot is basically what I'm trying to tell you. No, I think, I think Atlantic city is, is very much more property specific. I've noticed that, you know, if I play a lot at Caesars, I get much, much better room rates at Caesars, even though to me, Caesars is by far the nicest of the three Caesars properties in Atlantic city. For a while, I was getting much better rates at Caesars than Harris or Bally's. Actually, after this recent trip, I now get much better rates at Bally's because I played the entire time at Bally's. Um, I mean, I didn't mind my room, but I don't. I don't really. That's not where I wanted. Oh to yeah, how were the rooms wife. at Bally's? Actually, I, I all I saw was that suite at Bally's. I didn't get to see like the actual rooms. Was what was the room nice? So I was not in the Jubilee room. I've been in a Jubilee room before. It's fine. It's a very like basic update like the bare minimum sort of fresh coat of paint some new wallpaper it was actually funny being in the non-jubilee room because you really see like oh yeah this they didn't do any structural changes in the in the upgrade they really just changed the carpeting it was just a refresh not a full renovation Uh. Uh, my room I was shocked to look up on Wikipedia and see that 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 tower was built in 1990. Because if you had told me it was built in 1980, I would have believed it like with no (laughs) questions or anything. Uh, So, yeah, it hasn't been updated. The 
the carpets are definitely shown somewhere. The the curtains and the wallpaper looks like something that would be at your grandma's house. It, it looks uh, like you're going to open the door and the American pickers are going to come in and start trying to buy the lamps <laughs> out of there. Yeah, I mean it's uh, it's it's something. But the room – like I was in a corner room. is very spacious. The views are amazing in those corner rooms. So if, I, one thing I said in our Facebook group is if you can bump up to the premium room, which is usually only like – I've seen it as little as a dollar extra – to bump up from a, a regular like side room with with not as much of a view to the premium room where you get the corner with the two two angle view, go for the premium. It's a significantly bigger room. You get views to both angles. It's much much nicer. So, I mean, I don't know that I would be too excited about taking my wife there and showing her this 1980 room, <laughs> but for me alone, like I would gladly take that room comped. Well, you know that's the thing. I'm sorry, the comp room. You can't. They can't be the comp room because you can go stay in a crappy hotel room and pay money for it. Never mind getting it for free. Yeah, I mean, I did. I did put my money where my mouth is. Finally, I'm going with my wife for our anniversary in January, and I did pay fifty dollars for a Caesar's room rather than taking the same room I had at Bally's for Zorkfest comp. So I will say that people Ooh. people have given me some shit on our Facebook group for not paying a little extra for the comp room. <laughs> I'm finally paying that little bit extra for the comp room, so I will say that. Oh, well, well, you, you have a lucky lady there then. They're yeah, treating no. her to the Caesars, baby. <laughs> yeah. Only in Atlantic City. I hope she recognizes that I'm you know, really <laughs> right, yeah. going the extra mile at Caesars. <laughs> right, please. Hopefully you get a good one at Caesars too so she can be like, oh, this is nice. So <laughs> a- anything else you want to – Get in about AC or Zorkfest or anything like that before we uh, sign off? You know, two thumbs up. I I mean, I, I just went to Vegas this past year and I went to Atlantic City this past year. They both were the same type of trip, about three nights. Vegas might have been four. It's all a blur still. But, but about the same type of uh, timeline on the trip. And honestly, man, it, it, the truth is it really is who you're with, I think, because I had a blast at both of them. And I'm a casino guy, so to me – Everything it, it was everything I expected and more. The food I had was great. The people I was with was great. I love walking to all different casinos, all slot slot machines as far as the eye can see. I'm playing pie gal. I'm playing craps. You know, you you're racing the jitney over to the marina. You could check out all sorts of different casinos, and you know the history of Atlantic City is exciting to me. You know, not that the history of Vegas isn't, but I feel more a part of the Atlantic City history because I live through part. You know, I yeah, I can relate to it on a personal level. So. You know, two thumbs up, honestly, and I, and I really do. People that might be on the fence, if there's some sort of event going on and you want to go and you're on the fence and you haven't checked out Atlantic City, I would say try and get a nice cheap room on that boardwalk and check it out, you know, just even if it's for a couple nights because the the stuff that I read from afar for a decade and all the news stories and all that, you know, it, it it's, it's, oh, it's not like it's not true, but it's like when you're there, it's – it's not as bad as you think because there are some good things that, you know, the good news isn't always on the news every day. Yeah, when you're there and you know where to go and you know what's good, like there's a lot of good stuff in Atlantic City. I think that's uh, something that people miss out on. Yeah, and, and you know, the front page story of how great the restaurant is isn't going to – no one's going to buy the newspaper with that. Right. So, it's, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, to me, I, I, everything I saw was great, you know, from – the Borgata all the way to the Golden Nugget all the way to Bally's. I mean, I didn't even notice anything wrong with the, with the Bally's gaming floor, but everyone did. Everyone's been saying that too. Like, oh, I just like Bally's, and I was like, I thought it was great. I did like wander into a bus station at one point though by mistake. Is that under Bally's or was that under Caesars? There's both. I oh man, yeah, I was. I would. It was late, and I was like, where the hell? I was like, what am I in a bus? <laughs> what am I in a bus station? I didn't even realize where I was. 
So I love the Bally's bus terminal. That to me is like you have arrived at Atlantic City <laughs> and everybody always laughs at me about that. But uh, I mean, it's not nice. It's not nice at all. But it's like that's I like, thought I took a wrong turn somewhere. I'm no. <laughs> that's what happened. I was like because I was I was alone for some reason. I think it was my wife. She had to go to the bathroom. And I don't know where everybody was, but I it was like late night, and I was like, "Where are we? What? Because ha- you know, it was like an abandoned parking lot. There weren't a lot of buses running, but it was like there's all empty chairs. Like one person sitting there waiting for a bus that's never coming. It was like, so that was yeah, that was the only <laughs> that was the only time I was like, uh oh. Yeah, I mean, if you're, I guess if you're going trying to go to Wild Wild West or Caesars from Bally's, you could get turned around and end up at the bus terminal. Well, which... you know, I think I think I might have been looking for a late night jitney, or I was looking for the uh, Uber okay. pickup or something. I I asked because oh, I that's was almost looking for some Bally's sort thing. of yeah. I, I was looking for some sort of place to get picked up, so it wasn't as if I was surprised, but I was just surprised <laughs> all that infrastructure because I was figured to be like a curb with an Uber light or something. You know what I mean? Where it was like, oh wow, you could really. We could go wherever the hell we want, honey. You want to, want to go to Philly? We could just hop a, <laughs> drop a bus right over there now. Yeah, that's where I take the bus. That's uh, where I took the bus out of on on Saturday night. So that that must be nice taking the bus there, though, huh? We're, we're, not that I want to know where you live, but how far is your, how long is your bus ride? So I I have to go into Manhattan to hop on the bus, which which is annoying because it does mean I'm I'm in Jersey, but it means I have to go into to New York City, get on the bus, and then go out. So it adds you know half hour forty minutes, but. It's a nice ride. It's like how long is the bus ride from New York? Two hours and twenty five minutes to a casino door, which is very nice. Um, and then you get a twenty five dollars slot credit, which is also nice. Uh, and it's like I said, like oh, nice. I, it is nice. Yeah, it's not bad at all. And I got on the bus on Saturday night. You can take any bus back. They don't care. Open return. They used to advertise it as like run out of money, get on the bus, which is kind of like you know gamble with your head, not over it. But get get you out of <laughs> here. Yeah, go um, reckless. Yeah. So. Uh, I got on I, after the after party. You know, I'd had uh, some Jameson cask mates. I'd had some Woodford Reserve. I was feeling it. Got on the bus. I fell asleep within like three minutes. I woke up. We were pulling into Port Authority in New York. It was like two hours solid sleep. It's perfect. So oh, that worked a, out nice. It's like right. It's like you didn't even have a bus ride. I tried to do that on the train when I come back from Manhattan because my train rides ah, a little bit over ninety minutes. So it's kind of like that, man. But I can never sleep. I don't know how you do it. I got, I, I, I'm on planes. I'm telling you, I had that Vegas trip. I was in the airport for 12 hours, didn't sleep. I was up 24 hours. I slept like for two minutes on the plane. I don't, I don't know what's wrong with me. Well, I usually can't. But if you give me enough uh, whiskey yeah, that's and, and, true. and I stuff, I'll, I would have slept sleep going nice. back from Zorkfest too, yeah. probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so where can people find you? Uh, CousinVitosCasino.com? Yeah, CousinVitosCasino.com is my website. It's not really under construction. I've kind of halted construction. It's like the, uh, you know, that tower in North Korea, the Tower of Doom that they started building and never finished it. It's kind of like that. I started building it, but I'm working on a new website that hopefully is going to be, uh, you know, a little more friendly. So, but you can find all my stuff on there still. My email, CousinVito at gmail.com. And actually, my finale's this week, Craig. I got my Christmas party this Thursday night. Are you going to stop by or what? Yeah, I'll be there. Or actually, by the time, wait, you know, by the time this goes out, my Christmas party would have happened already, I think, right? It's, it's so you possible. better be there. Yeah, it's possible. <laughs> Uh, so, so hopefully what, you were there. Pa- Patreon. You got a Patreon, right? Where can they find it? Oh, that? yes. Patreon.com slash Cousin Vito. And I, I think <laughs> I feel weird uh, begging for Patreon subscribers on your show, too. But if my subscribers are listening, I want to thank everybody who subscribes because you know what? You know, Craig, it takes a lot of time to do all these shows and it takes a lot of you know effort to get all the guests. And 
it's just great to know people enjoy it because sometimes you know you sit behind the microphone it's almost like you're told you you forget that you're the people are actually listening to you out there sometimes and you know it's nice to feel the love back and hey you get some free shirts we're, we're, we're doing some stuff and actually if you sign up i'm doing january for free so i'm going to be doing a lot of show planning uh, i'm going to have a free episode with a martin luther king day trip report with cousin mikey and basically the patreon subscribers they help me shape the show they're like my um I guess they'd be. I guess they're almost like the writers in a way, in a way, because all my ideas I bounce off them. They get early access to anything that's going on. So, you know, little perks. Yeah, not too bad. Yeah, and like in, it, inside the actor studio. And and one of the underrated things of Zorkfest, at least from a, a podcaster standpoint, is the amount of people that came up and said, you know, I listened to the show. I really like it. Like that. Really, I think you know is the fuel that that keeps us going. Right. Like hearing that people actually listened to it and like it was awesome. And it's it's unbelievable, right? Because you get there and you're like, people know your voice. They don't know the way you, you know what I mean. They mostly know your voice. So then you're like, I think this guy's looking at me. You're like, I don't know. And then it's like, oh wow, people out there are actually that that really is surprising, man. And it's like it was wonderful. Maybe that's why I have I just have a love affair with every gambling place I go to these days because of that. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because, I, had a, I had a blast. Yeah, it's awesome. And 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 you guys, Atlantic City, you guys have a couple of good Facebook discussion groups. You you have yours, and that everything's AC. It's like you guys have a nice little community down there, you know. And they took us right in. They took me right in. I, I you know I felt like uh, you know Jersey Shore veto almost by the time I was going after <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's really great. Like that was I think we talked about last episode. Like kind of Kyle and I are both shy away from social contact sometimes, and just this was the complete opposite of that. Like going all out, just meeting people, hanging out with them until three in the morning. It was great. Oh yeah! Oh, well, I, now that I know that, next time I see it, we're gonna really uh, live it up. Then we did get one picture together. I thought we didn't get any picture. I was like, I can't believe yeah, there's it. one, <laughs> and there's one, and I, I feel like it. And it, it was, and I was looking at it too, and I was like, okay, 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 and I was like, oh my god, you're in there because I, I just messaged you like that day. I was like, we didn't get one freaking picture. All that. So yeah. it was beautiful. Yeah, great time, man. It was great meeting you too. Hopefully, eh, you know, we get to play again together. Maybe you come to Connecticut one of these days. Yeah, I'm hoping I can make it for for April. It's dicey because I'm gonna have a less than two month old at that point. <laughs> but oh, the babies love yeah. the casino. They no. love it up there. The room, you get a room service. They, they don't even know. Yeah, I, th- I think the key would be. Getting someone to help here with the baby. Oh, while I you don't put the baby there. Oh, yeah. See, I don't have a baby, so I don't know. I just always picture putting the backpack, throwing yeah. it on, you know, like in the movies. But yeah, that's true. Babysitter at your house could probably <laughs> be a better idea. Yeah, don't come to my show for any, uh, you know, child care advice. Cousinvito.com or whatever the yeah. website is. Cousinvito's child care casino. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what they need. I'll have the casino at the great daycare, world renowned daycare center. Showboat <laughs> used to have. Like you could drop your kid off before I started going. You could, there was like a, you know, I don't think they call it a daycare, but you could leave your kid in like sort of a McDonald's play place esque situation and go up and gamble. And I guess the optics of that, they decided were a little too much and that's gone now. Well, Showboat's would, not a casino anymore, but that would be an interesting interview to have somebody who went, was at the, <laughs> was at the Showboat daycare center as a kid. Was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My mom used to drop me off. Oh yeah. I was there all the time. Just at a, daycare center. a therapy session with some poor kid. You figure they had some pinball machines or something in there, right? You, you would something? hope. Yeah. They had a bowling <laughs> alley down there. I know that. Yeah, but, well, yeah, well, you know, some of the did any of the AC casinos have the kids' room? Mohegan has like a nice arcade. Mohegan and Fox just both have like rocking arcades. Uh, Golden Nugget used to, and they closed it. And I stumbled upon one this trip, but I can't remember where it was. I feel like a bad. Well, I bad feel like Atlantic system. City too. You got in the summer, you got the 
uh, arcades on the boardwalk and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah that's yeah, true. It has them. Yeah. So yeah, but now we're talking about daycare. We talk about bathrooms in Atlantic City, the daycare, uh, yeah. the daycare options for gamblers. We covered all the important stuff, but uh, yeah, we we nailed it. We're ready to make luck happen, maybe. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I don't know about Roman philosopher Seneca. Maybe I don't. I won't try to recite that. I know I've seen Mikey's, uh, you know, pitfalls on He's that. He's getting but... worse at it too. I don't know what's going on. He's going backwards. Uh, so if you haven't listened to to cousin Vito's Zorkfest recap, I can't re- recommend it enough. Really good stuff. I couldn't stop laughing at you uh, giving cousin Mikey shit for snubbing Tony all throughout the episode. <laughs> good stuff, Tony from uh, Vice Lounge Online. But uh, go listen to that. Uh, go find Cousin Vito at CousinVitoCasino.com. And Vito, thank you so much for coming on. It was a really good time. Oh, thank you. And hey, maybe we'll be back again soon, back in Atlantic City, baby. Yeah, well, we're ready for the next news episode now.